Hey guys, this is all about the game with Satha. Today we have with us Andre from Madeira, Portugal. That's right, Cristiano Ronaldo's hometown. He talks to us about sports and the business side of sports. We talk about the culture of Portugal, the advisory role that he plays for sports organizations all over the world and the various social initiatives that his company undertakes to bring the world together through sports. I'm sure it'll be an incredible listen for all of you guys. So stay tuned. Hi Andre, how's it going? Hey Sid, everything is great around here. How about you? I'm good, I'm good. How are things in Madeira? Good, good. Ah, wonderful. Great weather today, 27 mm-hmm. degrees. Uh, the, the COVID situation around here is uh, a bit more controlled than uh, most countries in the world. We only right. have uh, five cases at the moment. I know, unfortunately, there it's not that good, but let's, let's pray that it gets better everywhere. That's, that's wonderful to know. And uh, are you able to go out and uh, play sports or uh, you still have to stay at home? No, no, no. Um, in, in Madeira, uh, on our island, uh, we have some measures, of course, uh, wearing the mask and uh, to enter the shops, mm-hmm. to, to ride the buses and everything. Regarding sports, individual sports, uh, right. there's no actual uh, limitation. Regarding um, sports with uh, more than two players, there are some limitations regarding the areas. Mm-hmm. the cleaning of the fields and everything. Uh, football itself uh, has started uh, over a month ago, uh, right. the trainings. So right. we, we are uh, coming back to, to, to life, uh, as we know it. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful to hear. Yeah. And uh, so you had mentioned you're a handball. You used to play handball? Exactly. exactly. Great. So, I did. Yeah. So when did you get started? Like, tell us about your journey. Okay, so I started as a, a football player uh, when I was four, mm-hmm. uh, up to the uh, up to twelve years old. Uh, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I understood that my feet weren't that good, so I, I changed to I changed to playing sports with the, the hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, then, uh, listen, I, I by mistake, my mother thought she was uh, signing me. In, uh, into a, a basketball club, uh, uh-huh. but it was a handball club, so it was by <laughs> mistake. But then I, <laughs> I loved the, the experience, it was a completely new, new sport for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, fell in love, it was a great passion. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, played it for six years. Uh, when, uh, when I was 18, I, I achieved the professional level. Right. Played played in the regional team. Uh, then uh, on most of my career, I played in second and third division, Portugal wow. uh, divisions. Uh-huh. At the same time, I was studying in the the university. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, sports uh, has always been a, a, a massive influence in my life. My father was a, I don't, I know I didn't tell you this before, but my father was a. a uh, referee, right. first division referee for several years in Portugal. Uh-huh. Uh, football. <laughs> then he he turned up to to be a director in a, a local club uh, here. So it had a, a massive influence for the addiction to sports in my right. life. 
right 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 nice to know and um, yeah nice nice so uh, yeah tell us some more about the sporting culture in portugal and uh, your island of course we know the great cr7 cristiano is from there so why don't you tell us about the portugal sporting culture exactly exactly ronaldo the the best of all times is yeah. from funchal is from the same city uh, as i did mm-hmm. unfortunately i didn't play against him right uh, because i was i'm a bit uh, younger uh, right. but i played also with the national team players uh-huh. um that uh, went to to play in zenit in porto in uh, sporting some uh, did play and still play in maritimo like edgar costa was from my my team uh, mm-hmm. youth team uh listen in portugal uh we have a massive uh, sports uh, culture and uh, an addiction uh wow. you just you just see the the our participation for example in football right uh, we have a current participation in the champions league and the euro league right. uh, throughout different sports if we talk about uh, um um sorry I'm missing the words the olympic uh, athletes mm-hmm. we we are we have great athletes in athletism in um in basketball in handball we haven't achieved yet uh, yeah. massive results but for example in handball we had a a, a great result um in the last uh, euro championship right uh and the culture is is beyond beyond being fan of of just football we mm-hmm. play a lot of of sports here since we are young since right. young uh, age the culture itself from the schools uh they try the, the, that the kids play as many different sports as mm-hmm. they can wow. i can uh, share with you for example besides from uh, handball and football i played uh, tennis i played basketball I've played table tennis. Uh currently I I'm a still amateur but uh um paddle player. Right. Uh so as as you can imagine uh, there's a, a wide variety of uh, offers and the uh, the mentality here from sporting culture is is high. It's massive. The government uh, either in Portugal and in, in Madeira invest a lot to mm-hmm. keep the the kids out away from home and and uh, the tv addiction and ipads addiction mm-hmm. and they want the, the kids on the pavilions and the fields and everything wow. uh, to to have a healthy lifestyle right 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 wow that's that's very interesting and no wonder i mean so many great players uh, come from portugal you know the government supports uh, the players and that's that's wonderful to hear so, exactly exactly yeah. and uh, okay and why did you get into the business side of sports okay uh well uh, as I, i said uh, previously um in my family there's a massive culture in in sports um right. my studies i took a degree in uh, coimbra uh, a licensed degree in tourism mm-hmm. but i wasn't completely fu- fulfilled So yeah. I took a postgraduation in in sports management in Oporto. I okay. started working there as a youth director okay. uh, from Boa Vista. Um 
then I wanted more, so I took another post-graduation in uh, football uh, director management. Uh, so I started, got invited to, to a professional club, a second division club as a youth director. They then changed to, to, to a different club uh, to be a sports director. Mm -hmm. Then again, but unfortunately, uh, on uh, 2015, uh, the amount of promises and lack of uh, agreement with the clubs and they failed a lot of payments. Right. So I gave up the sporting side uh, uh -huh. of the, the pitch and started uh, focusing more on the business itself, on the uh, reason why I, tur I turned into a consultee and a, an advisory. Right. Uh, because that's where I feel more safe. That's mm -hmm. where I can take advantage of um, my experience and right. the, the culture itself. So I want to help others to achieve the, the best they can under whatever uh, sporting business they are as a, a participant, as an investor, as a director, as a coach, mm -hmm. everything. I want to, to provide the best solution for everyone. Right. That's, that's great. And uh, so talk to, us, talk to us about the consultancy part. Like, um, what are some of the common problems and uh, what do they need advice and guidance on? Okay. In sports, you have, you have a lot of situations that uh, can be handled. Right. Uh, I'll take, for example, a, a coach that needs to be transferred and most of the time doesn't, doesn't use uh, consultancy. Mm -hmm. What happens is that most of the contracts aren't clear um, in both countries, for example. Uh, for uh, legal issues, they don't fulfill the taxes uh, payment, mm -hmm. the discounts as we, we use it. Right. Uh, what has been, uh, for example, most of the times uh, agreed verbally uh, under a contract situation, things change quickly. Right. Um, yeah, we need, as a consultant, we need to review every single step uh, on uh, whatever contract you do, mm -hmm. uh, either as a, a transfer uh, to a different club, either as a sponsorship contract, right. uh, either as a, a shareholder uh, acquisition or, or selling, mm -hmm. we do both sides. Right. Uh, a sports consultant needs to know more um, about the business itself than about the game. It, uh, that, that, that part we can leave to the agents right. uh, that still uh, do a lot of mistakes, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but we focus more on the financial part and the evaluation. Right. and uh, ensuring that the, their, the football stays uh, legit and clear to, to mm -hmm. everyone. Interesting. So do you work with the lawyers, with the sports lawyers as well? Or are yes, you the exactly. sports lawyers? No, I don't, I'm not a sports lawyer. Right. I'm the, the sports um, uh, advisory director from right. Royal Tax uh, and Royal Advisory. We do have our um, own uh, legal department, so our own... Uh, sports lawyer mm -hmm. uh, that do help uh, throughout every single process right i manage more the the business side mm -hmm. uh, the legal department faces uh, and reviews all the legal details right uh, on whatever uh, type of contract we are signing uh, in wonderful wonderful so when we come to talking about signing contracts why don't you talk to us about club acquisition Okay, that's one. Yeah. That's one in uh, in Royal Sports and yeah. Royal Advisory. 
uh, that's one of uh, our uh, main uh, targets mm -hmm. and uh, honestly the the biggest uh, focus on our company mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, club uh, sale and acquisition right uh, what we do usually is that we review the, all the paperwork uh, that the clubs pr uh, present. Most of okay. the time, the balance sheet doesn't match with the information that we get. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes the asset uh, does not match uh, with the information that we get. For example, they, sometimes it happens that the club, uh, for example, uh, gives us an idea that the the stadium is belongs to them, and it it, it actually belongs to the to the city hall. Uh -huh. uh, sometimes they present that uh, assets, um, not physical assets, but uh, no physical assets as mm -hmm. players. Right. Uh, and as you, as you can imagine, regarding the the economic right of the players, right. that's a big business that mm -hmm. uh, is. Uh, most yeah. most of the time is uh, being uh, discussed on the table, right? Uh, and some some of the players from the clubs have uh, third parties uh, involved, and it's not that good and it's not that clear because sometimes they a player has, for example, uh, the club holds, for example, fifty percent, the agent another thirty percent, then a family member ten percent. Right. Then some friends hold two and two and two and two percent. Right, right. And when when you're you're talking about a, a club acquisition, that actually changes a lot the game, because okay. the evaluation that I do for, for the the fair amount uh, to to acquire the club, uh, it can can drop a lot if yeah. the facilities are not under the correct uh, uh, directions of the municipal board or um, the legal construction hasn't been certified. Uh, if the fields are, are not uh, proper to play uh, under the UEFA uh, uh, legislation, right. uh, because the measures are very clear, mm -hmm. if they don't have, for example, uh, uh, a certified uh, health uh, department, uh, right. meaning the physiotherapist, the doctor, uh, and all the equipment that they need to do, that uh, part, uh, takes a big, big uh, concern and different makes a, a huge difference on on the club acquisition. Mm, interesting. So many small, small details and uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, but what about when you're acquiring a club? What are the what are some of the business factors? Of course, they look at the balance sheet, but when it comes to you know brand and um, of course, profitability and all that. But what else do the people look at? Okay, um, depending on on the client, uh, mm -hmm. I let me tell you about the experience. I already had a client that right. wanted a professional club, mm -hmm. but uh, they were focusing more on the marketing area. Right. Meaning, meaning that one, once uh, the, the the this factor is so important to to the customer. Mm -hmm. You need to, to see a bit of the background history, right. meaning how long the, the, the club uh, is playing on, on professional level, right. uh, the fan database, what kind mm -hmm. of merchandising that, that they, they have and they sell. Right. Uh, and this, this makes a lot uh, a massive difference on acquisition. For example, mm -hmm. 
a customer that only wants to uh, to hold uh, the biggest amount of shares and mm -hmm. wants us to handle the management of the club is not is uh, is not worried about the 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 brand itself Close. but on the other hand a customer that is focused on on the brand itself right. usually asks for our financial uh, evaluation but doesn't ask us to 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 make the management itself because usually they have a specific plan um to manage the club once it's acquired right 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 and uh, yeah so hey guys this podcast is powered by my sport my sport is a platform that gives athletes and their parents personalized access to the best international sports experts from all over the world for mentoring and training these experts include sports coaches psychologists fitness trainers nutritionists and more you will be able to connect via audio call video call or in person if you're in the same city log on to www.miesport.net to know more further details on the show notes that is why there's like you know so much difference between let's say the owners of manchester city and then the owners of let's say arsenal they have completely yeah. different goals right exactly and you can you can notice in in uh, every single sports group uh, uh i'm pretty sure you know uh, city uh, main shareholders hold right. other clubs uh, yeah. arsenal the same right. uh, and so on and so on psg and everything right uh, you can see that within the clubs that they they own they have the same strategy not not uh, talking about just field strategy it's not mm -hmm. about the 433 or 442 right, right, right. uh, situation but regarding the communication the right. colors that they use the type of equipment the brand that they use mm -hmm. the the fan commitment and right. that's that's personalizing the club that you acquire the club or mm -hmm. the clubs and it makes difference because when you hold a club uh, especially a, a, a massive club the, the ones that play in, in champions league or euro league or even in asia and africa and uh, america uh, main uh, uh, country um, country leagues mm -hmm. you need you need to to be sure that you are passing your uh, uh, your uh, own idea your own concept yeah, if you copy the your neighbor the results won't be the same right you know of course of course you have to have your own dna your own identity always always and right. it makes such a big difference because if you notice uh, for example if you're a fan of, of a, a club mm -hmm. and you notice that it's getting it's getting uh, away from from the what uh, the fans uh, like or uh, their opinion on right. Uh, they don't hold host events for the fans. Even right. a small, a small dinner with the the board uh -huh. for for a, a, a fan base, it's huge. Of course. Or a, a show, or sh a showcase in a school to 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 take the the to make the kids enjoy and and appreciate more the club. It okay. makes a difference. Okay. It's it's these things don't even cost money, mm -hmm. but for a fan, it's it means the world to them. Definitely, because football fans live for for their clubs. Right. Forget the wives, forget their jobs, 
forget yeah. their their careers right. uh, their loans everything once exactly. once you you were born and you choose the club mm -hmm. it's your club for life That's it's more important than everything uh, i know i'm i'm sounding extremist but no, Most no, that, that's the truth. Live like this, you know. Right, right, right. Of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, George Best said it, right? And um, exactly, exactly. So you you need to you need to have always and count always with your your fans' support. Reason why all the events, all the the decisions that you get that you take as a stakeholder, mm -hmm. a shareholder. Sorry, it makes all the difference. A slight mistake can, can uh, turn the fans against you. And that's the first step to ruin a sports project. Sure. It's not about how, how many millions uh, of euros you have to invest on, on a, a club, sure. but how you will invest it and how close you are to the, to the fans. Definitely, definitely. But then even, the, even over here, there's a balance, right? Because, you know, like, if, uh, I'm sure you must be a you must also be a Manchester United fan because of Ronaldo. I don't know if you are or not. Uh, but uh, I, I, follow, I follow his entire career. Great. <laughs> Wherever he is, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> same here, same here. And uh, yeah, so you must have noticed that, you know, Manchester United, many times, like for the last six, seven years, they haven't made the right, you know, player recruitment. So, exactly. but, but you know, they're doing, maybe they you know, bought Angel de Maria for, for the fans. And uh, that might have not been the right recruitment. So they have to have a balance, right, between getting in the right players and getting the players that the fans want, right? Exactly. You need, you need to see that uh, Angel de Maria is not the, the best, uh, the best, was not the best solution at the time. And it, it wasn't at all what the club uh, needed. Right. Uh, and of course, the signing in of a player, um, it, can, it can be a, a massive discussion mm -hmm. between, between the, the club uh, owners and, and the fans, it's true. But right. it cannot influence, um, it cannot have influence on the game. Okay. If you focus on, on between the, the lines, between the fields, if the player brings results, the fans will not turn against you. Uh, let me give you an example. I don't know if you've seen Bruno Fernandes since oh. he signed for for Manchester United. Yes. Listen, the club, the the even the the colleagues are are feeling a, a struggle to 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 play with him because uh, his level and and uh, uh, intelligence uh, makes them uh, play twice as as they were doing uh, previously. Right. And it. Listen, if, if you, you went in, in December to talk with the fans, mm -hmm. nobody would, would uh, sign um, the player. Right. But now, now I'm pretty sure he's the loved, um, 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 the loved player of, of Manchester. Definitely, definitely. I mean, even uh, we were like really skeptical because, you know, we usually want the star players all the time, right? And... Uh, of course, exactly. Bruno was really good, but uh, he wasn't like a star attraction, like compared to, let's say, Gareth Bale, or you know, he wasn't at the top. Exactly. exactly. Right. And um, yeah, okay. So since we're on this, what what about financial fair play? Even you know these clubs, even they 
though they have such big budgets and uh, they have all the best lawyers and consultants why do they still end up making these financial fair play mistakes okay let let me tell you something i, I i'm going to, i'm going to be a lot of controversial here sure. uh, sit no uh, but to be honest uh, financial fair play uh, it's a, a, a false move from from fifa mm. uh, because you see something the financial fair play if you think about it uh, there's 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 no way you can uh, compare a club a manchester uh, city club for example right. with a balance sheet of uh, 1000 million i'm i'm, I'm just saying a throwing numbers right. and compare sunderland now it's in third division but even if they were in, in first division right. in premier league you cannot compare the, those numbers sure. you ca you cannot say that the clubs need to 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 have maximum amount uh, to invest and maximum amount of debts mm -hmm. football itself listen the game is beautiful but the game behind the scenes it's dirt right it's difficult it's corrupt the mm -hmm. corruption comes within the the members right the wef and fifa members i'm sorry to to make this acquisition but it's true yeah. with between the clubs and the intermediaries and agents have some fault on it. Right. So the financial fair play for me, sorry, my friend, it's not a, a real uh, situation. Mm -hmm. It's to have, it's for the countries itself to the, themselves to have a bit more control of what of the amounts that are entering and leaving uh, the countries. Right. Nothing else than that. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, I mean. Manchester City is in big trouble now because of this and uh, we don't even know maybe they, you know with the officials they may pay them off and probably get back to the Champions League who knows uh, listen uh, both both of us know that uh, rarely rarely a, a, a big club from any country uh, except in Italy the, that already happened right rarely they are fined and uh, well usually they are fine uh, mm -hmm. maximum but they don't uh, descend from uh, from the main league to, to a second or third uh, definitely league uh, right. it's rare because of the financial influence um, financial power and the the, the political influences that mm -hmm. the club and the, the shareholders uh, have in their own countries Mm -hmm. and where they, they participate. As you know, um, such clubs hold, hold six, seven, eight clubs throughout the world. Right. If one enters uh, to a bankruptcy situation mm -hmm. um, or uh, ha faces legal problems, for them, it's the, the crash of the, of the, the century. Right. They won't allow it. Right. It's football, it's a beautiful game, but behind the scene, not that beautiful. <laughs> so my, <laughs> uh, let me tell you that honestly, nothing usually happens to those clubs. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel bad listening to this because, uh, <laughs> you know, we don't like to so, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I know, I know, but I, I'm very, very, uh, always straight and honest uh, with my oh, yes. answers <laughs> of, course, of course thank you thank you for that anyway um why don't we talk about sponsorship now 
um, what what is your role in that? Okay, regarding sponsorship, um, we as a company, as Royal Tax and uh, Royal Sports, yeah. we we yeah. do by by ourselves uh, sponsor some uh, handball clubs in second division okay. and some uh, some football clubs in fourth division. Okay. Uh, we do that because we identify with the clubs itself. Mm -hmm. But talking about our, our clients, when they are looking uh, to sponsor uh, a club, first of all, they want a specific club. And we need to ensure that there's a vacancy right. uh, to that club. Right. Because, you know, sponsorship has different, uh, different ways to, to negotiate. Mm -hmm. uh, on the on the the even on the the jersey makes a lot of difference. It's in the front, in the back. Right. It's if it's a small or big. Uh, if in, it's a stadium uh, sponsorship, if it's a seat uh, sponsorship, if it's in the training complex, if even if it's in the in the bus, all of the, those uh, types of sponsorship uh, have different amounts. Um, and uh, different type of negotiations. Right. What 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 we we need to do as as advisors? Usually, we need to ensure that the club and the brand uh, have the same vision. Mm -hmm. um, for one simple reason, Sid. Um, I, I'm I, I know you 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 know some cases. For example. Uh, if a club has uh, faces legal uh, positions for uh, yes. gambling or uh, having influence on the the result, yes. that means that every single brand that it's attached to it, yes, faces consequences. You know, the brand lowers uh, its its uh, its value value on the market. Definitely, that's one of the the biggest concerns that mm -hmm. we always have. Um, when we have a request for a sponsorship. Right. Uh, apart from that, the amount, usually, the, the club uh, has a different vision than the advisor, and the advisor has a different vision than, than, the, than the client itself. Right. Uh, so, for you to have an idea, a sponsorship deal uh, can take up to a year to be completed. Oh. I don't know if you have this, this vision. Uh, it's not just throwing money at the club and say, listen, uh, we want, <laughs> want to sponsorship uh, Manchester United for right. two years. Right. Uh, front, front, uh, the, the entire front of the jersey. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's do this. Or uh, let's change the Old Trafford uh, name uh, and uh, we're ready. No, it has several, several clauses. Um, cancellation fees. Uh, uh, in case of legal problems or uh, um, uh, bad behaviors from, from the players that are attached to the brand that uh, can take an influence on, on the, the value of the brand itself. Right. You know, you have to, to, to evaluate every single uh, detail before signing a final contract. Right. Right. Um... I had a very interesting question. I don't know if you'd be able to answer this. Yeah. Um, I'll just give the example of Manchester United. So, you know, DHL is a big sponsor of United, right? Exactly. Does the brand or the sponsor have any control in 
who the club hires as manager or players? Well, Sid, honestly, it shouldn't. Okay, so But why I ask, yeah, I'll just follow up to this question. Why I ask this is because, you know, DHL has been a very big sponsor for Manchester United. And, you exactly. know, with their brand, it's like fast delivery and fast logistics, right? Exactly. But then, oh, they have hired two managers, Louis Van Hal and Jose Mourinho, who do not play, yes. who do not play really, you know, fast football. They play, exactly. let's say, you can say defensive or slow football. And yes. do you think that, that must have obviously taken a hit on the brand image of DHL, right? It does. It doesn't affect directly because, uh, as, as uh, I'm sure you know, both uh, managers did not have uh, uh, bad behavior uh, outside the pitch. Right. They didn't get the results, it's right. true. Even Jose Mourinho is an amazing uh, coach, but of course. Uh, uh, didn't get the results. It, get, it, it can... Um, I'll, I'll get back to the, to the first question. Mm -hmm. uh, if uh, Jose Mourinho uh, was getting the results right. uh, that uh, United wants and mm -hmm. uh, all the, the fans want, right. Jose Mourinho, even if he didn't have any connections uh, with the sponsorship, with the, spo with the main sponsor, right. if in the next season, Uh, he did. He, even if he won the championship, DHL or whatever uh, sponsorship uh, it would come would have influence on the hire of the new manager. For okay. a simple reason, a sponsorship um, does invest a lot on the club. Right. Usually, they have influence within the the inside decision. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't, but they do. Right. Right. So. Yeah, so I asked this because of obviously the style of play and the brand because they're complete opposites, right? And um, that is why I had this question. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. No, it made perfect sense, the, the question. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So, okay. You've worked a lot on career management as well, right? With people, exactly. like players, managers. Why don't you talk to us about that? Okay, uh, we don't, uh, as I told you, uh, Real Sports doesn't work uh, as an agent, but uh, as an advisor. Okay. Um, we, d we do intermediate um, a lot of, um, of managers and players. Regarding players, uh, what we do usually is uh, we, we do visit a lot of countries, especially Nigeria, Ghana, um brazil colombia to check on the players right uh, then if they're good enough um we try to present to the to the agents to the the eu certified agents mm -hmm. and help them progress okay um within managers it's different the managers usually uh use the advisors to to check on the legal issues on the financial issues and to, to see uh, if the project itself is uh, reliable or trustworthy or not. As you can right. imagine, right. Uh, some of the countries uh, are, aren't uh, basically supervised, uh, talking about financial uh, 
clearance and uh, the the fair play that you told most of the countries don't even have reason why they they come to us and ask for our support um, i can mention uh, for example ricardo muniz uh, used to be a leipzig uh, coach uh, has been in uh, uh, Salzburg, Excelsior, amazing country, uh, mm -hmm. FC Eindhoven, for example. Um, and he always, always asks uh, my opinion before sign signing in. Uh, whatever club he he has a proposal. Right. Okay. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. So interesting. And do you also work on their lives after they're they're done with their football or handball career? Yes. Yes. Oh, for, uh, uh, let me get back. I forgot to mention that also in handball we do career management. Yes. Uh, especially with the. Um, Cuban players and Brazilian players. We help them come to to Europe uh, to play in the big leagues uh, because a lot of talent um, are hidden in, in these countries, not only in football, but in handball, uh, especially in Cuba. Amazing players, but the league itself is uh, so weak and uh, their salaries are so low that they, they are willing to come uh, to Europe and uh, fulfill their, their uh, dreams. Uh, regarding your uh, end of career uh, management, uh, yes, we do, we do. Um, as you can imagine, especially players, um, not only EU players, but Southern um, American, African players, uh, they spend the, their life playing. They, they don't study, they don't have qualifications. Right. Uh, they even don't know how to manage the, their own uh, salary money and the, the houses that they get and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do advise in what kind of, uh, during their career, what kind of investments they need to do, what type of savings, um, how to manage the, the, the sports career also, of course. Right. Uh, but we, we focus on uh, post-football life, uh, of course. Um, once a, a, a career is over and uh, they ask for our advice, one of the first things that we do is check on what kind of courses uh, they can enter. For example, right. uh, sportsman, sports management, uh, to, to, get a, uh, to get them graduate. We have several partnerships uh, within, for example, The Hague University, Bruxelles University, in Portugal with Qualificar School, and also, also with the RIMA, uh, we have a, a great relationship mm -hmm. and we try to provide uh, as much qualifications as we can for the players. Right. Um, be honest, it's hard for them psychologically to, to get over the fact that uh, they cannot play any, any longer. Yeah. Um, so it's different. We need to push a lot uh, for them to provide as much uh, psychological uh, help as possible right. um, and even uh, financial. Uh, there are some, some type of players that usually spend uh, more than they, they earn in their career and we need to, to provide them some help. 
financial help for the courses to to start the the new life and we advise on everything uh, if they like more the economic area if they like the the health for example to become a, a, a physiotherapist or mm -hmm. a physiotherapist uh, assistant a sports director um, a bank worker everything we try to to advise them on what path they they need to do they, they need to follow or they should follow uh, sometimes they they listen sometimes they, they don't listen you know the the friends and family have a, a big influence on everyone especially the within the football players so it's difficult but uh, doable and uh, already have some uh, so self successful cases so i'm happy with the with the work <laughs> that's great that's great and uh, i mean yeah what all you can do is give them the best advice possible and then it's their decision right at the end of the day exactly exactly so um you've also worked on a lot of social projects where you know with football and handball so why don't you share some of your initiatives and stories with us you've worked i guess you had gone to ghana and nigeria exactly yeah we do have uh, uh, social projects mm -hmm. uh in several countries uh the first one started um last year in uh, in nigeria um in uh, in the city of lagos then in naba uh what we do basically is uh the academies that do invite us uh to go there uh to help them grow uh I'm sure you're aware that, for example, in Nigeria, there's a massive, massive difference, uh, socially and financially speaking, uh, between the poor and the extremely wealth. Right. Uh, even the, the wealthy people there, unfortunately, don't know how to invest on, on the club or the academies, as, as they say yeah. there, and they need their, uh, our assistance. Mm -hmm. uh, why am I mentioning this? Uh, for a simple fact. Usually uh, we get hired, we go to the, to the cities mm -hmm. for, a, for a club and we ask to stay a few more days to help the, the local community. Um, that's why we call it the social projects. What we do is we go to the academies, uh -huh. see what kind of infrastructure they have or they don't have, right. um, the method of uh, training and playing that they have, what kind of players, Mm -hmm. How's their education level? What they are doing to improve? If they don't have education level, we provide the courses to the teachers to assist them to teach um, the best way the best way to help these these players uh, evolve as a citizen right. and uh, as a professional. Uh, we do take some managers with us to to help with the training uh, situation. Right. Um, and that's basically it. Uh, in Accra, the same the same situation. Unfortunately, for this this twenty uh, twenty year, we had uh, still have, but on hold, of course, right. uh, projects in India, in uh, mm -hmm. China, and in Colombia. Exactly the same the same uh, site. Um, yeah. in, in Europe, I would like to talk to you about our uh, new project. Sure. It's a, a transnational project uh, mm -hmm. between Portugal, uh, the Netherlands, and uh, Belgium. Uh, in the Netherlands, we have a, a partner 
from um, sports networking in The Hague. Mm -hmm. uh, we are working with the, with the Hague Sports University right. in Brussels with the, the, um, the Brussels Sports uh, University and in Portugal with Qualificar and with Ahima. Mm -hmm. These are the partners of the transnational um, project. Okay. What, we are, what we are doing with this project is including inclusion uh, uh, with sports, meaning we are focused on helping uh, people that are socially excluded, such as immigrants, uh, people facing uh, financial uh, difficulties, social difficulties, uh, had family uh, problems, uh, all kind of of, uh, of problems that they might have, mm -hmm. and we we work with uh, youth, uh, young people from ages of sixteen up to twenty nine. The concept of the project is, we provide free courses from the two universities and uh, the school here in in Portugal. Mm -hmm. We provide free courses to everyone that signs in, zero cost. Uh, the courses uh, are in sports management, in nutrition, in mm -hmm. health, and in social uh, areas. Wonderful. Apart from the courses, we offer, once again for free, uh, training sessions uh, between 10 sports, football, futsal, um, how to say it in, in English? I'm missing the word. Uh, beach soccer, sorry. Handball, basketball, paddle, uh, swimming, athletism, uh, gymnastic, and I'm missing another sport. It doesn't matter. Um, what we do is regular uh, training sessions and at least one competition in three years. Wow. The tournament that is held, the tournaments are held at the same time in the three different countries, mm -hmm. uh, same way as the courses are being teached right. in the three, in the three um, countries at the same time. Mm -hmm. As you can imagine, it's a massive logistic. Wow. We are planning wow. to, to hit uh, at least 3,000 people, to help at least 3,000 people to improve their, their skills, uh, either academic skills, sportive skills, social skills, health, uh, care and we're providing everything. Uh, Sid, to be honest, the original um, thinker or the, the person that uh, came up with this idea is a fellow, fellow company, um, fellow person uh, from uh, India. Uh, his name is Neil. Uh, he did invite, uh, invite um, Royal Tax and Royal Advisory to, to, to manage the, the project in Portugal. Um, and we were, were more than delighted to, to accept it and, and to manage. Uh, to be honest, the, the, the sports business is, is great, uh, indeed. Right. But when, when you can help others with your work, uh, it's more fulfilling than the income that you get from, from your work. Then, when you see the smiles on the kids' face, right. when they have basically nothing to, to wear, nothing to eat, and right. they graduate, uh, and they can work, or they can go to a club, mm -hmm. uh, or they can play sports that they, that they never uh, played, uh, this is the great feeling. 
And honestly, it's one of the paths that we follow and keep investing uh, in, in our company. Incredible. Incredible. Hats off to you guys and you're doing an amazing job and we're so proud of you. And uh, well Thank done and much. hope you keep growing bigger and uh, you know helping more people with these social projects. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, yeah, to sum it up, the last segment, you work on the summer breaks and winter breaks along with the clubs. Like, uh, why don't exactly. you tell us about that? Okay. The, what, what we do is, um, most of, of the, the countries, uh, even in Europe, don't have the same calendar. Right. Uh, for example, the northern uh, countries have a winter break and right. they cannot stop at all uh, from the competition. Reason why we've, we've decided to arrange the, the winter breaks uh, for them. Mm -hmm. Meaning that we have camps, we rent camps uh, and uh, accommodation in Portugal, in southern of Portugal, southern of Spain mm -hmm. uh, and in, in the Netherlands also. But Usually these clubs uh, look more for, for the, the southern part of Europe. Right. They, they prepare their own schedule, how many trainings they want to do, how many and what kind of clubs they, they want to face. For example, they want, uh, within a week, they, they want to have five training sessions and two matches, right. uh, such as uh, facing one uh, Premier League club, and uh, one uh, second league uh, club, and we organize everything. Mm -hmm. uh, since the, the, the accommodation, the feeding process, which is extremely important, they have to follow a strict plan um, prepared by the club. Uh, we take care of the, the, the sporting facilities, the accommodation regarding with the rules right. and the distance uh, that the club uh, requires. Uh, we have uh, technical assistance if they need ev ev all the material, sporting and uh, medical material uh, needed. Everything is settled. Um, for summer breaks, we usually work with uh, African and uh, Southern um, American clubs. Right. Uh, they do fancy to do the preseason uh, in Europe, especially in Portugal, uh, in Algarve. Right. Uh, and it's exactly the same, the, the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, apart from, from the, the organizing the training uh, activities, we also include some uh, cultural uh, activities for them to get to know uh, a bit of the local culture, uh, right. which is important, because it's, it's not only the, the sports activity that, that is important and relevant for the local companies. Uh, a player that comes uh, and does enjoy uh, his stay probably will return with the family and recommend to, the, to their friends. Uh, and that's also important the, to help the local economies uh, to grow. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, culture is such an important part. And, you know, even one photo on Instagram about with the, I mean, the players putting one photo can uh, encourage so many people to visit that place, right? 
exactly exactly even even the the, the communication of the 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 training camps uh, is then if requested by us or if not we do an outsourcing for the the communication also which is as you said uh, extremely important one one image is worth the more than 1000 words sure. uh, so yeah we do <laughs> we we are quite aware of that and the important importance of the the impact that it might have on the local econ economy right that's great that's great so all right andre i don't want to take too much of, more of your time and uh, so i'll let you go over here thank you so much for this incredible interview and for sharing your insights your experiences and your work with your company thank you so much Sid. Uh, on behalf of uh, royal tax royal advisor and royal sports um i would like to to thank once again uh and let's let's have a chat uh, real soon uh, Sid. sure sure and <laughs> okay. uh, yeah definitely definitely and andre also why don't you help our listeners uh, know where they can find you and know more about know more details about your company. Why don't you share? Oh, yeah. of, of course, of course. Uh, you can find more information on royaladvisory.pt. Uh, just check the, the page. You can see uh, what we do on the different areas. Uh, Royal, Royal Advisory uh, for specific management and uh, acquisition. Uh, on Royal Sports, of course, the, the name says it all. And, of course, in Royal Estate, mm -hmm. uh, where you can see what kind of work we do in the real estate area. Please uh, feel free to, to add me on LinkedIn or uh, on the social media. My name is André Encarnação. I know it's a different <laughs> uh, name, so I'm pretty sure you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, so I will have all these links on the show notes. And uh, so, guys... Whoever's interested, uh, you know, want wants any advice, want have any projects in mind that Andre and his company can be involved in, please feel free to directly get in touch. Thank also, you so much. Yeah. yeah. So Andre, thank you so much and uh, take care. Thank you. Cheers. All the best for everyone. Let's keep safe. Please, please, if your country is in a under a. a uh, massive hit don't take any chances uh, let's control this virus uh, let's pray a bit and hope that uh, this will be over soon and we, we can get our lives back all the best for everyone hopefully yes thank you andre thank you for your kind words thank you take thank care. you